0: This week becomes the end of all our questions and a lot more. Today's episode of the Geek Watch Podcast.
1: This is the Geek Watch Podcast with Brian Hatcher and Mandy Petrie.
0: Greetings, Geek Watchers, and welcome to episode 126 of the Geek Watch Podcast. I'm Brian Hatcher, and with me as always, Geek Watch's own resident geek goddess, Mandy Petrie. Hi, Brian. And so right now, as we are getting toward the middle of October, we are kind of getting into a little bit of a holding pattern. A limbo, if you will. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we're more into waiting to see what's coming up and getting ready for that. Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of trailers and stuff that are coming out, new stuff. I've seen snippets of everything. It seems like everybody at this point is throwing out, hey, look forward to what's coming. We have seen, well, in Doctor Who, there was a little snippet of a teaser, which just appeared out of nowhere.
1: Oh, I didn't see this. Yeah, yeah basically yeah.
0: it was like a transmission was breaking through, and you hear the doctor saying, can anyone hear me? And then it just goes away. <gasps>
1: oh. So it was like
0: four or five seconds, but uh-huh. it, that was it. I have a feeling we're going to get an announcement soon, and they're trying to stir up a little bit of curiosity about it. And there were a couple of pictures from Black Adam, from the set that have, that were put out on Twitter, and I don't think I saw those. I mean, I've seen The Rock in the costume, but that's yeah, that's about it. You see a little bit of the live-action him in the costume. It just okay. a, like a picture of him. You see the back of his head and his shoulders, and I think that's about it. Okay. So we got that, and I know Dune came out with their final trailer before their release here in the United States, October 22nd. And so I would say that this new trailer seems to me a little more Americanized. Really? Yeah. You don't have in the background a lot of the ethereal music. It's a little more mainstream, Uh what you would expect from a blockbuster movie. Okay. And so you can tell that they're shifting gears a little bit to try to market it more to American audiences, which hopefully they're going to be able to do course we've talked about this on the podcast about how they're marketing to american audiences although i keep seeing warner brothers saying that if there are a lot of streams through hbo max for this movie they're going to be happy about it okay yeah so if they're going to be happy that's that's fine Mm -hmm. you know right now they're at 105 million which is nothing to sneeze at but their budget is 165 million
1: yeah so we we've got a bit to go there before we can
0: even yeah well that obviously they're going to need to make a lot more than that yeah to make the second movie worthwhile mm-hmm. we'll keep our fingers crossed but you see a lot of great press and trailer of course they put review stuff on there and one of the things that i saw was that this was going to be as they said the next star wars the next lord of the rings that was mm-hmm. you know so we'll see if that's what happens
1: different type of geek there's some crossover but
0: there's definitely a different it's a different kind of geek I I would love for this to be like the next Big, oh yes absolutely movie series mm-hmm. I, no problem at all I would love to see that but I guess we'll find yeah
1: people saying are you house Harkonnen are you house Atreides just like you do with Targaryen and and Stark and such you know I would love to see that it's just oh. quite a different audience I suppose in the Venn diagram there's a little bit of a, a wedge there
0: well speaking of house Targaryen we did get a trailer for the prequel yeah and to... I
1: honestly you know I look at it and like oh Doctor Who with blonde hair. Okay. That's pretty much all I've got out of it. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
0: Well, of course, it's called House of the Dragon, and I'm a big fan of Nerdist on YouTube, and I love watching their analysis of trailers and TV shows and stuff like that. I do get offended sometimes with some of these videos I see on YouTube where they're saying, 10 things you missed in this trailer, and... Mm -hmm. I feel a little bit insulted. I'm like, like, yeah, I, I didn't miss I, most of those. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I might have missed one or two, mm-hmm. but I didn't miss all of them. Right. And one thing I can say about Nerdist is they always say, 10 things you might have missed. So at uh, least they're yeah, giving better. you some kind of credit. Mm-hmm. So I feel better about that. Mm-hmm. But they had this 10 things you might have missed in the House of the Dragon trailer. And... I have to say, they could have said 10 things you missed, because I, I missed all of it. And I mean, it was even more than 10 things. There was all the interweaving type of stuff. And as you know, I've watched the pilot episode of Game of Thrones twice, and I haven't been able to get any farther than <laughs> that's That's the end, right there. But mm-hmm. in Nerdist's coverage of this trailer, they went on forever and ever. They said this dagger that she's carrying, this was the dagger that was used to kill the King of the White Walkers. And, oh, wow. And it was used in this scene and they were talking about all these different houses really
1: could have just been
0: hbo running out of budget you are like hey just bring out the old stuff that's fine (laughs) (laughs) they were talking about all the different houses they were talking about the histories and obviously for people that love that type of stuff they like that rich history they love the world building that's the reason of course why they like game of thrones but man i was watching this the explanation for the trailer and I realized I am so far in the weeds with all this stuff. I didn't have any idea what any of this stuff was, and I felt like, after the explanation, There's no point in watching this show if you don't know the background history of, if you've never watched Game of Thrones or read the books or anything like that. I just had that feeling that there's so much stuff going on. Now, that may only be because of the fact that they had all this explanation and they were showing all these links that probably aren't going to really be that important if you don't catch them. It's just nice little Easter eggs if you do. Okay, But... I don't know if I want to dive into this (laughs) because it just seemed like to me, it looks great, but I feel like I should dive into Game of Thrones first. Mm -hmm. But then again, I didn't watch Game of Thrones, even though everybody seemed to like it until they Mm -hmm. got to that final season. And then Mm -hmm. everybody got really upset. And I felt at that point that I dodged a bullet because I hadn't gotten into it and invested in it just to be disappointed. But like everything else, you know, if you like the stuff that came previously, you're going to like this. This really feels like this is part of that world. Now, I've
1: watched the series. It's all right. Uh, (laughs) Very, very sad, which everyone I love died, but that's the point of it. But, you know, that's not necessarily my favorite thing. It was all right, but I haven't read the books, so I'm probably just as much in the dark about this but I'll probably watch it, you know, yeah. just to check it out.
0: If you like Game of Thrones, you can definitely like this. It seems like it's going to be pretty much the same stuff. And uh, But because- is it like you
1: can enjoy The Lord of the Rings without reading The Hobbit, and you can enjoy The Hobbit without reading Lord of the Rings? Can you enjoy House of Dragons without watching Game of Thrones?
0: Yeah, that's a good question. That mm-hmm. I figure that'll be the question we'll wind up asking you, because I'm sure you're going to be watching it.
1: Mm-hmm. Are oh. we going to do What the Dragon? Or are we going to do What the House? What's uh- our... Well, we may do that.
0: What's we our, may do uh, that. We um, have to come
1: up with a clever bit.
0: We'll figure that out. If that's something you mm-hmm. want to do, we'll definitely do that. But we had that trailer and, of course, the, the other Dune trailer and trying to figure out what my next few is going to be over the the course of the next few weeks now that we're going to be Disney-free for a little while.
1: You mm-hmm. uh, we'll had to check out, I guess, the horror movies coming out. Yeah.
0: Uh, well, there's this weird movie that's coming out in a week. It's called Lamb. Lamb. Yes. L-A-M-B. L-A-M-B. Yes. Okay. Brought out by A24, so you know it's weird. Oh, the
1: same people who brought us Hereditary and yeah. *Midsummer*. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yes,
0: and, uh, the, and The Green Knight. So you know oh, their yeah, stuff Green is Knight. very stylized. And the trailer doesn't really tell you an awful lot. Mm-hmm. Um, what it seems to be saying the story is, is you have this couple living out in the mountains raising sheep. And a lamb is born, and it's different. And the mother seems to adopt it and treat it like her child. Mm. And... It's unsettling, although they don't really show you anything, except that the mother's treating the lamb like it's her baby, and the sheep and the rams are getting upset because they want it back. (laughs) And the trailer basically opens up this huge field filled with sheep, and they gather together in groups and spell out the A24 logo, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, which was, again, they didn't really tell you a lot about what's going on. They sold it more as far as the mood, which is unsettling. Apparently, this is, from what I understand, it, this won't end well.
1: Mm-hmm. That's
0: a, but I don't know any more than that. And that's one of those situations where some people I can see would say, "Well, I don't know if I want to watch this movie, and I, I don't really know what it's about. And, of course, we all complain about trailers giving away too much and how we hate it that half the story before you even get into the theater. And yes. this trailer definitely doesn't do that. It gives you an idea of what you have in store for you, but it doesn't really spoil anything. Which I like. And I think I'm going to have to check this out. I don't know what I'm getting myself involved in, but as somebody who's watched both Hereditary and Midsummer, Mm -hmm. I know that it could be rough. Yeah. And it might be a lot rougher than what they're saying, but I guess Mm -hmm. we'll find out. So I guess, well, there's usually a cult involved.
1: So are the cult the humans or are the cult the sheep?
0: Well, it seems like. Really, there's only two people in the whole movie. Hmm, okay. They're out by themselves on the side of the mountain. So I think they're really the only two people you see in the trailer, so.
1: That must have been filming that and trying to, but I have seen, you know, interesting videos of what shepherds can make sheep do and like how how well they're trained and they can make them look like they're playing, you know, pong or something. It's It's brilliant, so.
0: But then, of course, you know, October 22nd, we get Dune, November 5th is when we get Eternals.
1: Ah, remember, remember.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) Bonfire Night, yeah. Yeah.
0: So, as far as before then, I have been hearing a lot of good things about a couple of horror series, and I think they're both on Netflix. One being Squid Games. I have
1: watched the first episode of it, and... As soon as I watched it, I was like, hmm, I want to go read some Richard Bachman. So I immediately read Long Walk and Running Man. And that's what you're getting from Squid Games. You are getting some Stephen King, a bit of a harsher Hunger Games, I suppose, would be.
0: Harsher. Harsher. Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I've only seen the first episode. But I do want to continue it. Yeah, I definitely. Rehearsal wanna, and everything Yeah, that's I wanna, been
0: going on. I've heard a lot of good things about that. I want to check it out. There's another mm-hmm. series called Midnight Mass.
1: I've heard about this, too. Yes. Uh, which I'm... Um, I want I I'm excited about it I do want to see it yes yeah so. I
0: want to watch that one mm-hmm. although I have heard people say that it's really disturbing which sounds great <laughs> <laughs> so hmm. um there's gonna be stuff we're gonna be interested in yeah we
1: got some stuff to tide us over until oh, yeah. you know some and big stuff releases and way to go Netflix yeah and you know Korea's always been pretty good with their horror and train to Busan. and oh yeah so uh well you know, with squid games it's looking yeah and exciting. of course
0: not uh, You may have heard that uh, Squid Games is right now breaking Netflix record for the most streamed series ever. Oh, wow. Nothing on Netflix has been streamed more than Squid Games. And the fact that it's foreign language (laughs) is amazing. That is, yeah. But yeah, it's... Well, I like to watch it
1: subbed and dubbed, because that's always fun, because they don't always match. (laughs) What you read doesn't always match what they say, which is so much fun.
0: (laughs) Subbed and dubbed.
1: uh, I watched it with with subtitles and the, the English dubbing. I'm not even exaggerating, Brian. You should try, you know, anything. You know, you don't have to try squid games that way. Try something that way. Two different translators. It's a lot of fun.
0: (laughs) Yeah, That might be an interesting thing to do with an English language show to listen to it and then see how they subtitled it to see Mm -hmm. the difference even in that. That would be interesting.
1: Well, I do know that um, in other countries hocus pocus was called abracadabra because you know that was more associated with what witches would say and you know was magic spells and things like that so different translations of movie titles that's kind of fun
0: oh because hocus pocus is too christian i guess i guess so yeah Well, I mean, technically it is. Is
1: it? Well, I knew I thought abracadabra
0: was, but I didn't know. Uh, well,
1: abracadabra is... Father, Son, Holy Ghost?
0: Well, it basically means it is created as it is spoken. That's abracadabra.
1: Oh, no, I thought it came from Abba, Bera, Raduz Kaddish,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: Father, Son, Holy Ghost. Oh, yeah. so that was another thing that right. Christians took and said, oh, well, you know abracadabra. what, that then, must mean this. <laughs> and then
0: hocus pocus is basically haques corpus the Latin phrase est corpus, which is, this is my body. It's part of oh, uh, the Christian really? mass. So. Huh.
1: Very cool. Very interesting. You who were in seminary school, you know, <laughs> would know the ancient tongue. <laughs> there you
0: go. So as um, we t- look forward to what we have seen so far, we're going to have to, of course, say goodbye to something we've enjoyed for the last few weeks. But that means that for one last time, we have a question to ask. I am the Watcher. I am your guide through these vast new realities. Follow me and ponder the question. Can Tony Stark catch a break ever in this show? Never. Mm -mm. Can he
1: ever? It just doesn't seem like... Not in What If? No, we don't... No. No.
0: But we finally get our season finale, and... I really did enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Of course, after talking about uh, the episode last week, there was question of whether I was going to enjoy it, I guess. Um, you feel
1: better about it now? I do feel... Okay, good.
0: Uh, I don't feel better about the last week's episode <laughs> because the problems it had, it had. It still, to my mind, it had those they problems. They were not cleared up. In mm-hmm. my opinion, yes. Mm-hmm. It did have those problems, but we didn't see that carry over into the season finale, or at least not to the degree that it bothered me, but... Mm-hmm. Wow. It was like every little strand that they had kind of left hanging, which I didn't figure they were going to go back and visit. It was just kind of a neat little, oh, I wonder what's going to happen next. Mm -hmm. They took care of pretty much everything, Mm -hmm. which I loved. Of course, the one big thing is where did Tony and Gamora, where did all that story come from? And we have talked about the fact that COVID meant that there was one episode they couldn't do.
1: Ah. And okay. that was
0: the episode. Okay. Basically, from what I understand, the episode was Thor Ragnarok, instead of it being Thor and Hulk being on Sakaar, it was Tony Stark. And Gamora. And Gamora.
1: Okay. Yeah. So did Tony get his suit to fight? Cause...
0: <laughs> well, if you notice the suit, it was patchwork. There were a lot of different types of equipment mm-hmm. and of course Sakaar is a junk planet. So ah, he
1: pulled together what he found.
0: He pulled ah. as he is wont to do. And
1: Oh, now I'm now I'm really sad and upset we didn't get this episode. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, apparently we had that moment and then I'm guessing Gamora was the fighter their champion. Mm-hmm. The other green the, person exactly. of the yeah. <laughs> of the universe that and of course, she was wearing Thanos' armor and carrying his double-bladed sword. And supposedly in the episode, she fights Thanos and defeats him. Wow. Something terrible must have happened to Sakaar up to that point because, she, of course, she was referred to as... as the
1: Destroyer of Thanos. Okay. And the Survivor
0: of Sakaar. Oh. So... Hmm. Hmm. My understanding is they are going to put this into Season 2. So we will get a chance to see it. Yay! But... It was great seeing everybody, and of course, Chadwick Boseman, we got him again, and this time, obviously, this, this is it. Very bittersweet. You oh, know. yeah. Especially with the fact that, you know, I love watching reactions when they're watching What If... And seeing their takes on everything. And, of course, everybody's like, God, I would just love to see a spinoff of Star-Lord T'Challa. I could just watch an entire series of that. And they seem so happy. And they're like, God, I hope that happens. And you're <sighs> thinking, oh, dude, in about a few moments, you're going to remember mm-hmm. that Chadwick Boseman isn't here anymore.
1: Yeah, that they would have to they'd yeah. have to recast him. and uh... yeah.
0: I don't know if you could get away with that. Mm-hmm. He's just so iconic. Mm-hmm. And, well, since we're on the downer side of all this, <laughs> let's add to it. Because Marvel said that was in the plan. They were going to do it. Oh. They were saying the the things coming back. They're like, oh, this would be an awesome miniseries. They had it planned. They were going to do it. And we're not going to get it. Yeah. Yeah, it is a shame. Well, maybe they'll give us pepper and sherry. That was one thing when I saw that. I thought of you when I saw this. I'm like, (laughs) this is not going to be enough to satisfy. (laughs) It's like, that's that's just like a little taste of Mm -hmm. it. And it's not enough. No, it's It's not. It's simply not enough. No. Yeah, hopefully we do get more of that for Mm -hmm. sure. And there have been little threads that have been left open. Right. There, of course, were a couple of things that I worried about. I was in the episode before, I was like, you're going to have Zola take over for Ultron. Mm -hmm. You know, what's going to make him be the good guy? I'm a little worried about this. Mm -hmm. And then when they were like, hey, let's bring Killmonger in. I'm like, why do you think you can trust him? (laughs) You can't. (laughs) And both of those things played out and played out in a wonderful way. But it showed... Mm -hmm. How clever that the uh, Watcher was. I know we need to do this, Mm -hmm. and we can take care of it this way, which I thought was pretty cool. And getting to see Captain Carter tear Mm -hmm. it up again, Captain Carter and Black Widow, that's iconic. Yes. Uh, The double shield action was great. mm -hmm. (laughs) The high-low tackle was amazing. (laughs) I loved that. There was a lot of crazy stuff in all of it. I really enjoyed this episode. I've enjoyed the whole season Mm -hmm. for the most part, except for when the grouchy old man had to complain about a couple of things. (laughs) But besides that, I thought this was really great and it Mm -hmm. gave a real opportunity to explore some stuff. And again, it gave us one last opportunity to see Chadwick Poseman, even if it was just his voice acting, to get... T'Challa one last series, which was great. Yes. What I've found funny and again, talking about people's reactions to stuff. Of course, we got that end credit scene. Uh Uh-oh. I didn't know there
1: was an end credit scene. I did not see it. Uh You did not see it? No.
0: Oh my god. Well, I'm going to go ahead and spoil it for you then. Okay, All right. But At the end credits scene, you have Captain Carter appear and get punched in the face because, of course, she was brought back exactly (laughs) at the moment. And Batroc caught her. He says, too fast. And then he passes out because he widow stung by... Black Widow. Uh-huh. And Captain Carter gives her a big hug and says, I, I never thought I'd be so happy to see you. And she said, did you get cracked in the head? She said, well, actually several times, yes. <laughs> uh, recently, yes.
1: Oh, that's great. Yeah. See, the app I have, it automatically shrinks it down like there's nothing left. So yeah, yeah I, I went on with my day. <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: there's just a little bit more because... Black Widow says, well, we need you to get your marbles back because you're going to need them. And she walks her to this big locker area says, we found out what they were after. And she looks into the window through this big metal door and she sees the Hydra Stomper.
1: (gasps) Steve! Yes. And
0: uh, and that's where they ended it. Oh, a little frozen baby Steve. (laughs) Yeah. And what was so funny was, of course, everybody who saw that... And all their reactions was, "Oh my God, she did get her happy ending." And I'm like, "Do you not know what the show is? <laughs> <laughs> are you not, are you not aware how things go out?" And it's like. And also, do you not remember what this entire scene is based out of? What movie that came from? Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Oh, is Bucky inside? No, no? because Bucky didn't fall off the train, but Steve's in there. So he's the new Winter Soldier. Oh,
1: mm-hmm. Because you
0: look at the armor and it does look a little more, mm-hmm. it looks a little more modern. Doesn't look like it was the not World Not quite
1: War. steampunk.
0: No, not quite Mm -hmm. steampunk. And there's a lot of lights and stuff around it. Hmm. And so it might be really easy to set the armor up so that it would also put him in cryonic sleep and also to brainwash him. Mm -hmm. And need I remind everyone from the first episode, Steve was captured by Hydra for a little while. Mm. They may have already programmed him Mm -hmm. at that point. Okay. I don't know. I'm not saying that's <laughs> exactly what's happening, but I know what if. And mm-hmm. they're not going to let that slide and you just mm-hmm. get the happy ending. So we may have this horrible moment in season two where Captain Carter has to fight the Winter Rogers. Winter Rogers. <laughs> I'm down for it. I want to see this. Mm-hmm. I hope very much like the Winter Soldier that there is that great redemption where Bucky was able to come back that Steve's able to come back. Mm. there's so much you could do with that storyline and I'm really looking forward to season two. I don't know when we're going to get that season two Mm. because everything's been shifted. That was one thing. Two is this year we were supposed to get the Miss Marvel series Mm. and Mm -hmm. it's probably going to be postponed until next year. They can't postpone it for too long because that character is going to be in the Marvels and so they've got to establish her as a character before the movie so it's probably going to be the first part of 2022 and that was shifted because Hawkeye was shifted. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering when we're going to see season two. I know everybody's excited to see it. I know Marvel's excited to put it together, but they do definitely have a full plate of things they got to get rolling with again. But Disney Plus is doing well for them. People are really loving the shows so far, and I'm definitely looking forward to what a season two is going to look like. Definitely. So, <laughs> so one last thing to talk about, and that's, of course, The Walking Dead. Which. But- I have not got around to, (laughs) because I've had rehearsal every night. Well, Mm -hmm. I know it's going to be difficult for you, because Mm -hmm. uh, being a star of stage and screen, (laughs) uh, it's difficult, certainly right now for you, because you're doing the Weird Sisters. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I'm guessing you're probably about as far as you were the last time. Mm Yes. Well, I am going to talk about Four Blood a little bit. Again, I don't want to go into any major spoilers because, I mean, obviously it's not going to air until this Sunday officially for everybody. But I want to talk briefly about as far as what I think they're getting ready to set up. And this was something we talked about last week, about how they're really showing everybody at what level they are, Mm civilized-wise. And this is certainly part of it. We don't see anything with the Commonwealth, but we do spend some time in Alexandria. Mm -hmm. A major storm has blown in, and it's almost to the degree it seems like a hurricane or a tornado. And so the walls are getting knocked down and the zombies are, are Ugh, crowding yeah. in. So you see how bad things are getting. Mm-hmm. And you do see a lot of people taking major risks. And they're obviously setting up for something. But it seems like by the time that storm has blown over, there are going to be losses. But we also are uh, dealing with Maggie and the Reapers. Mm-hmm. And Maggie setting her plan in motion and people's motivations And there is a, I won't say a character turn, but a character revelation where you see them in their true light. And it's like, oh, I was hoping they were going to be better than this. It's got to
1: be Daryl's girlfriend. It has to be. Well, there you go. Uh, uh, Is dog okay? No, don't tell me. I don't want to.
0: know. They left it on a pretty nasty cliffhanger. Mm. They left it on a, okay, well, who's going to live and die on this one? So, but... uh, yeah, like I said, they're they're setting some chess pieces into place and and I think that for at least for the first half of this last season, that's what they're planning on doing is they're setting things up, they're showing people's character. If there are cracks, they definitely want you to know that they're there. You know, especially in places where you might not have expected them, like Father Gabriel, Mm -hmm. especially like last season when the little one shot he did with Aaron, where you were like, oh man, that's messed up. (laughs) And I know you haven't seen those either, but Mm -hmm. yeah, there's, there's a moment where he does something like, I didn't see that coming, (laughs) but now that I've seen it, I get it. But, (laughs) oh man, you are seeing the cracks everywhere. Mm -hmm. You're, in a group at Alexandria, people that they're running into. You've yet to see the Haunted House episode, and that's mm. all I'm going to call it. Okay. The, it is certainly a throwback to good old-fashioned 80s horror. Yes, which, awesome. Yes, which you will definitely like. But, yeah, they're definitely setting the table for something. And so I'm curious to see how this is going to go. You know, th- you're getting to a point where, you know, things are falling apart. Things are in decay. And so staying in Alexandria is not going to be practical here. Well, it's not now because mm-hmm. they're starving to death. And the walls are constantly getting knocked down. And what are they going to do? So they're going to need the Commonwealth. They're going to need their resources. But, again, it's not like they're going to roll in and take over because the Commonwealth is just way too big. Mm-hmm. And the Commonwealth has their really screwy rules of how who gets in and who doesn't mm-hmm. because not everybody gets in. And especially with how feral some of the people in Alexandria are going, what do you do? Oof. So yeah. again, they are setting this huge table and it's going to be interesting to see where it goes from there. Yep. But with that said, we come to the end of episode 126. Thank you for listening and tune in next time for the latest in geek news and views with the Geek Watch podcast. Mandy Petrie, this is Brian Hatcher. Reminding all the Geek Watchers out there, we're all geeky about something. Be proud of yours. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Geek Watch Podcast. If you enjoyed this program, don't forget to like and subscribe on your preferred platform and share this podcast on your social media. For links to all the ways you can listen to the Geek Watch Podcast, as well as leave comments and suggestions, visit our website at geekwatch.net. The Geek Watch Podcast is a Hanging J production.